1: Back back
0: back in back in China. China. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews,
1: a Zach Sang show, exclusive podcast. Hey, we got Heather, we got Hi. Dan, and we welcome to the uh, I- studio
0: <laughs> Alex Benjamin. All right. Hello. Yay! Woo! <laughs> I'm here. I'm so
1: happy to have you here, man.
0: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having
1: me. <laughs> I really, I'm getting that vibe from you. You're you're very excited. I am. You're very chill.
0: I'm trying to be yeah, You're nervous. I'm freaking outside, yeah. What?
1: <laughs> what it, why? Why are you freaking out? What's um, causing this freak?
0: Well, first off, I have a gift for you.
1: Oh, oh, gifts! Thank you so much. I got birth.
0: these chocolates for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much. Because I feel like
0: I do this thing. Yeah, I mean, I can't walk over there to give it to you right now, but I'll just put it right here. Yeah, All right, okay.
1: There's a mysterious <laughs> Thank hand. You. Thank you.
0: Okay. I, are you I'll, asking
1: me to be your valentine? Um, We're a few months away.
0: No, well, sure. <laughs> um, but I thought like it's nice to give people something when they're giving you like their time and respect and Aww. a forum for your thoughts and ideas and a place to express yourself. So those are for you. And then I always do it at shows, too. I like to give something away. Um, yeah. Like what? To, to the audience? Yeah, to the audience. What, what was the last thing you gave away? The last thing I gave away was a car air freshener and, nice. and 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 a um a salami a stick of salami? Wow, wow. <laughs> that's some yeah. nice gifts. Yeah, was- that's Alex'
1: stick of salami, so it's worth something. I love that. By the way, your body warmth is on these chocolates. Um, <laughs> melted. <Sorry>. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate this. Very few people come with gifts. I, you really are not only one of the nicest guys that I know and that I've met while living here in Los Angeles, but you really are one of the most talented, and you are such Thank an you. incredible storyteller. And you, we've hung out a few times and we've talked about you showing up here. I knew you were going to laugh at me saying that he's an incredible storyteller, but he, what? this dude ends up in my, like, probably, like, top five of, oh, you know, you, you are an awesome writer. And thank you for being here. Don't
0: thank you don't for thank saying us. those nice things. Um, <laughs>
1: it's been a crazy, I don't know, like, what would you say, like, crazy two months since Let Me Down Slowly hit Spotify?
0: Yeah. Um, it's been really cool to have the song out and to start putting out new music. Um, but I think, you know, the craziest part about it was just the whole process of m- making the music and being in the studio and writing new songs and trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to say. I think that's the craziest part. Getting the music out has been really exciting, too. So
1: Because a lot of these records you've been sitting on, because there's some songs that you sent me months ago that I've heard yeah. that are now finally like hitting the public's ears. Yeah. What is it like for you sitting on a record and just knowing that it deserves to see the light of day?
0: Um, I actually, maybe this is the wrong way to describe it, but I've been writing, I'm always writing songs. And then when you have this whole, like you have a bunch of songs that you haven't put out, a bunch of songs that you've worked on, um, it feels like writing new songs feels like when you, when you like really have to go to the bathroom like really bad and you haven't gone and then someone tries to feed you and you're like I, I don't want to eat yet, I haven't gone to the bathroom <laughs> so now I finally feel like I'm getting to go to the bathroom That's a great way to put that Just That's how it, it feels so It feels like you have all these feelings, right? Actually it's crazy because the feelings have been in me for a long time because my process is, I don't do it on purpose but something, something bad or something happens to you good or bad and Mm -hmm. you want to write about it but for me i can't i have to experience it first and then have a few months of time away from it and then i can reflect on it got it so some of these things that i've been writing about and songs and putting out have happened to me like two three years ago and then i write the song a year later and then i put it out a year later so like I've been waiting to go to the bathroom for a long time. (laughs) To continue the metaphor, yeah.
1: What is your reflection period like? So, you experience something and do you just marinate it in it for like weeks on end? Or do you like kind of like reserve it and then come back to it?
0: My, well, it's different every time. But when I'm writing a song, sometimes I don't know exactly what it's going to be about. I heard this thing that for every one conscious thought you have, like you have like five hundred subconscious thoughts. I don't know if that's true or not. i I read a lot of weird things online, so it could also be from a publication that's not reputable. And then someone in the comments is gonna be like, That's not true. It's an onion article. <laughs> I studied this and um but um I think like I'll just be saying something or writing a song and a melody will come out and it will be paired with, like, a random word. I'm like, where does that word come from? And then I think about it, I'm like, oh, it makes sense because X, Y, and Z happened to me, like, eight months ago or a year ago, and this is what my mind wants me to write about right now. So sometimes it's it's deliberate where I'm like, I'm going to talk about this, and sometimes a word comes out and I'm like, this word fits perfectly with this thing that happened to me, and because I've had space and time away from it, I can put that together. G- yeah,
1: Interesting. And, you know, a lot of... I, I feel like Alessia Carr was just here and she quoted Chris Martin, you know... This, and I don't want to misquote her quoting Chris Martin, but it was something along the lines of, like, the songs are just inside of you, right? Like, the songs are in you, and when they come, they come. It kind of matches what you just said, right? Like,
0: Yeah, some, some of them. Some of them take a little bit longer and feel like maybe you had to work a little harder to get them. But some of them just kind of happen.
1: Let me down slowly. Let's dive right into this record. Cool. Is this from your life? Yes. hundred percent? A
0: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Tell me the story.
0: Um, I mean, obviously,
1: I know the story from listening to it because it's vivid, but...
0: I've, I've been... Um, well, I never wrote like a lot of love songs or anything like that um, because... How am I doing, by the way, so far? You're I was doing like, really I haven't good. done that many interviews, no, so I'm you're like doing freaking great out. That. I'm you're like, doing a great job. all of a sudden, I'm very aware of my body and my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yo. you look um, good. You feel good. You look okay, right. cool. You can sit back and relax. I'm walk. never quite sure, like, what I'm supposed to do with my hands, too. You know, you're doing okay. <laughs> and I don't like, I don't dance or anything, too. So like, when I go to, I I feel like I'm, I'm at a club, you know, <laughs> and <then laughs> I'm like, well, like. <laughs> what is my body supposed to be doing right now? <laughs> I've only been to one club though.
1: How, what club and how did that go?
0: Um, I I went to a club in New York City one time um, because my cousins are like way more hip than me, and they took me, and it didn't go well, so they never took me again. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> did you embarrass um, yourself? What? Did I, well, I just didn't do anything, you know. I like uh, I went. I, they were like out on the dance floor, you know, doing their thing, and I was kind of just like lurking. You know, I figured out I figured out like I could move my head to the beat and kind of just go. like kind of fit in but then my cousin when I got home he was like yo probably shouldn't do that again and I was like it's all good (laughs) (laughs) that's fine (laughs) Anyway, so to the song I've never written like love songs before and um, I had my first girlfriend ever when I went to college um, and it was just like a pretty simple moment of what happened but I was just like I was laying um, in, in my bed with her and then she got up and left and I don't think that she knew that I was awake, but I I was, and it made me feel really sad, <laughs> and that's what the song is about. Did
1: she never come back
0: after that? No, she came back, and and we broke up for a totally different reason. But <laughs> the song is about that time where I really thought, like, I really thought it was gonna end at that point. Got it. Um, and it didn't end up ending at that point, but I felt really helpless, and there was nothing I could do about it, and so that's what the song is about.
1: When did you write the song?
0: I wrote the song in November of 2017. so like seven months ago or something, eight months ago. Got it. Well, Something like that. I can't do give or take, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: And did you write it all yourself?
0: Um, I worked on it with a couple of people, um, but the whole hook and all the lyrics I did um, on my own. So I was, um, I was. Sometimes it depends. Some of my songs I write all the way through just on my own, and then sometimes, like on the production or on the riff or whatever, I yeah. have a little help bringing everything together, and that's how that one happened.
1: Is it hard for you to walk into a studio with a song that you've completely done and allow a producer to kind of manipulate and do their thing to it?
0: It's actually the hardest part of of the whole process. That's what the hardest part has been is figuring out like what the songs are supposed to sound like once they're produced, because my main focus, I don't produce, so my main focus is always melody and lyrics. And then sometimes I get attached to the demo or just the acoustic mm-hmm. version and then a, a beat is on it. And sometimes you're like, yes, this is it. And other times it takes a minute. And so that has been the hardest part. So, yeah, it's a scary process.
1: Was it hard for you to find producers that fit your sound because... You're, I mean, top to bottom. Your lyrics are very vivid. They're super detailed, and your voice is really unique. Thanks. And, and you said it like a lot of these songs sound the best in the demo form when they're just acoustic. It's just you and your guitar. Hard to find the right producers to kind of add to that.
0: Um, I think it's it's hard, but it's also not hard because um, it's hard because there's not that many people. Yeah, it's been hard. (laughs) It's been been hard. And and it's been hard. It's been hard for me, like, recognizing what the right sound is, too. So Um, but I found a couple of people that I really enjoy working with. And it's made the process really easy. So
1: because I'm going back to how unique it is, like, it doesn't necessarily fit a pop, like, kind of. It doesn't fit the pop formula necessarily, but the hooks are so strong and the lyrics are so great that they kind of do, but this isn't, uh, is not clubby or dancey and Mm -hmm. you don't want to distract from the lyrics. You kind of just want to support the lyrics. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I, I understand why it would be challenging.
0: It's, well, that whole thing is, is challenging too, because, um, you listen to a lot of music and I used to live, oh, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. And so in Arizona, like. There's not a lot of people who are making pop music, so I never used to pay attention to like what was happening or what kind of music people were listening to. And you kind of just made music and you showed it to your friends, and they're like, "Yeah, it's cool, like whatever," you know. <laughs> and and out here, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of amazing music happening, um, and just like not looking at some of those songs and being like, wow, that's amazing. Like, I wish I could do that. It's like, you have to do what you're good at. And so keeping my, keeping a focus and being like, no, like, I, I don't have to make songs like that just because they're making something incredible. Like, that's their thing. I have to find like what my version of that is. And so that's been a really hard thing too, keeping my head right.
1: Is, do you, is it hard because you feel like you can make a pop record and have it do well, but it's not true to you?
0: To be honest, I can only make the songs that I'm capable of making. I know some people are like, they can put a hat on and be like, well, I'm going to write like for this person today. Um, and I've done a couple of songs where I've written with other people. They're usually just like my homies, but I've I never said that word before. I was thought of, in my head, I was like, I'll try it out. Like, and after it came out of my mouth, I was like, man, it I just nev- said my ne- homies.
1: Never say it again. <laughs>
0: <Just> bury that. <laughs> um, but I, I think like... Well, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, yeah, about writing for, for other people. Yeah. With your homies. Um, yeah, with my homies. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, sometimes I try things and they don't work. Um, And, yeah, it's okay. Like, I'm always open to people telling me, like, hey, man, don't do that again. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I learned it yeah. here. I learned something right, today. Hey, like, okay, man, don't say homies <laughs> um, again. <laughs> but I, I can only write the songs that I can write. Sometimes I surprise myself and I write a song that's maybe a little bit more pop, but... I write lyrics from experience, and I like to tell stories, so it's hard for me to write from someone else's perspective.
1: Are you playing the game of, I gotta get a hit on the radio, I gotta get a hit on the radio, or are you playing the long game, where I I think you have records, some that aren't out yet, but that I've heard, that really could be records that last forever. They might not be number one smash hits, but they tell enough of a story, they can be in movies, like... Right, what game are you playing?
0: The game I'm playing is to make the best possible song that I can make. I think when I when I disappoint myself, it's like I just want to make sure that I reach my full potential, um whatever that is at the end of the day. Like if my full potential is like a number 1 hit record, then like that's awesome. I hope I get there. And if my full potential is like outside of the top 10 or not a hit record or whatever, like that's fine, but as long as I reach whatever that that is and that's great and I know that because there are times where I'm like I know I could have tried a little bit harder or I know I if I would have stayed in the studio like an extra 20 minutes like I could have made that hook better it's like I'm not trying to do it to fit any mold but I know I know like I know what I'm capable of and so I just hope and I don't know how that will manifest itself as far as like how many records I sell or whatever but as long as I get to a point where I try my best. I know that sounds corny, but no. it's it's actually true. As I get older, there's so many things that I find out that are true, that your parents or your teachers said to you, like, you know, try your best. Mm-hmm. It's like I was always like, yeah, oh, for sure. But, like, <laughs> yeah. actually now I'm coming around to it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that does. I should try my best yeah, like yeah, that right, makes right. a lot of sense. <laughs> or or like think before you speak. Then you don't end up saying something like homies you know, <laughs> in an interview. But it's true. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Accurate.
1: Let me down slowly is about you. The boy in the bubble. Yeah. Is that you too or no?
0: Um well, it is a little bit about me. Sometimes I you have to take a little bit of like poetic license, you know. Do you like um, pain? No. Yeah, I have allergies. <laughs> Do I have allergies? Um <laughs> No, but sometimes when I'm at dinner with people, I'm at like a family dinner, and I don't really know the family that well. And I'll be eating something with nuts in it, and I'll be like, "Wait, are there nuts in this?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, I'm just oh, and funny. then everyone is like, "Oh, that's really funny." Yeah. And you, some people get really offended by yeah, it. Yeah, right. But,
1: <laughs> like, oh, kill the, you. But the ice is broken either way. Yeah. You're in. Totally.
0: <laughs> um, cool. So I don't have any allergies. Um, Do you like the taste of blood? No. Why? Okay. Well. I, well I don't think it really tastes like anything, right? It's like iron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: there, there's yeah. definitely a taste to it. Yeah, yeah,
0: like an irony taste. All right. But, well, I guess I like it then. <laughs> 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 I, I want to be open, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to be
1: closed-minded. It's 2018. Yeah, if we're drinking
0: yeah, yeah. blood. I can boy, always go back and say I changed my mind, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's harder to go the other way. So yeah, I like it. As Why of not? right now. <laughs> so, uh,
1: how is it? How is the boy in the bubble about you? And what parts are about you? And how do you kind of like? me like how do you take your experience and then kind of fabricate off of that or like where did it start
0: well it started with um it started with <clears throat> i think i was just like i was just someone sent me this guitar riff and i wrote all the melody and lyrics but someone was like they sent me this guitar thing i was like that's really cool and then i just kind of started writing to it and the first verse came out and i was like what does this mean i don't know um, and I did know a kid in school who tried to pick a fight with me. I've never actually been in a fight, but, um... I think you do okay. If Well, I don't know yeah, about I that. Don't, yeah, but, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't look like a fighter. I'm, right, you know, I'm not. Confidence. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm of the mindset that if you avoid fights, then you're like, you know, you're more tough. There, <laughs> yeah. there you go. I see you. Exactly. Um, but, um, the kid, I actually ended up becoming friends with him later on, like a few years later, um... And I had found out that he came from like a really like tough place. And I didn't necessarily like him at first, but I also was able to look at the situation and be like, had I been brought up the same way, I don't know like how I would have felt. So I just wanted to give, or how I would act. So I wanted to give people like a, yeah, we hate bullies and bullies are bad and you shouldn't let them get the best of you, but also understand like where where they're coming from and you don't have to excuse them from what they're Mm -hmm. doing, but. Sometimes it's just interesting to think about. And that's all I wanted to do in the song.
1: And you're the boy in the bubble.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, that's what it means. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you're so... Well, am I? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. I mean, when you were playing the other records, I mean, Death of a Hero, which hasn't been out yet, it's not released, but like, was that a... You do write records that are totally like fabricated, right? It's all fiction.
0: Well, I think there's like an element of truth in all of the songs that I write. Um, Just because the story, some of the stories are directly about me. Like, the song Death of a Hero I have is about, like, you know, the lyrics are like, I was in Pittsburgh when I saw Superman in the back room. He was doing lines or something in the bathroom. I barely recognized him at all. And the chorus is, that night I put my youth in a casket and buried it inside of me. That night I saw through all the magic, and now I'm a witness to the death of a hero. It's like, I didn't see... I didn't see someone in a Superman costume like doing cocaine, no. you know. Not literal. <laughs> but, but that that I did have one of my heroes like, like, not fall, but in my eyes, like they—I don't know—they died to me on one day. They did something that I I didn't, I never thought they would do, and so that's what that song is about.
1: I must have listened <coughs> to that song 150 times. Cool. I. Interpreted that song as like you seeing your dad. You put your youth in a casket. You have to a grow up immediately. T-
0: a lot of people have said that to me about about like I, when I send it them, they would be like I thought of my dad, or I thought of this, or I thought of that. So I don't want to take that away from you. <laughs> that's yeah. what you think it was about because that's all good. Like that's what the music is for. But this idea
1: that you had to instantly grow up, or like mm-hmm. you know your your childhood was behind you, right? So you did see your hero.
0: I did see one of my heroes do something that I didn't like, and it kind of ruined that whole thing for me. About, Who was like, it? I can't say. M- was
1: it a musician? I can't say. Okay, what'd they
0: do? <laughs> um they were doing drugs.
1: La coca? Uh, uh.
0: Um can't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was something they were they were they just didn't behave in a way that I th- expected them to. And it's not that they treated me poorly or anything, but it just wasn't what I had in my mind. So they say you dis- should never meet your heroes. Yeah. They say that. But- well, it's true, yeah. I think.
1: You knowing that, do you see that as a cautionary tale? Because I know that there's people out there right now that have been touched by your lyrics,
0: will continue to be touched they by your lyrics. They should for sure meet me. I'm lit in person. Like- <laughs> <laughs> okay. a-, a lit, that's another <laughs> yeah. one you should never no, say. No, yeah. that no, one, that one I started <laughs> saying as a joke, but then I, I was like, I would say as a joke, but now it's become a part of my vocabulary. So now oh. you have to say it. Yeah, right. so now I have to say it. Fair
1: enough. You have a quota <laughs> twice a day. <laughs>
0: right. No, I mean, I think it's okay to meet people. Sometimes it's good to have that reality check, too. It mm-hmm. makes you feel like, I don't know, Makes when everyone feels more human, sometimes things are better, but... I don't know, maybe maybe it's just... Maybe it's not to tell other people, like, oh, you shouldn't meet your hero. Maybe it's just a lesson that if people do look up to you, which I hope one day people will, maybe I should just behave differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, you can never be what people want you to be, so I don't know. I don't know the answer. That's why I write the song so people think about these things. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so
1: when do you see this hero of yours in the bathroom doing some sort of drugs? Mm-hmm. When? When is that? What do you mean? When did that happen?
0: I was like... E- Well, if I tell you, you'll be able to figure out who it was, (laughs) but like a year ago, a year and a half ago.
1: I'm trying to timeline it out. Okay. So that happens. When do you write Death of a Hero?
0: Like six months ago.
1: Got it. So you really took a while to reflect on that
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. That one took me a minute.
1: And w- when you sit down to start a song, like, is it something that sparks inside of you, or do you designate a certain window of time every day where you force yourself to sit
0: down? Well, it depends, but with the person, so there. There are I write songs by myself, and then there are a few people that I like to collaborate with because sometimes it helps you get out of your head. And <clears throat> I was telling you guys before, like I always second guess myself, so it's nice to have a sounding board. um And there was someone that I was working with. um We sat down, and, and I think like some of the the typical sessions like in L. A. Like sometimes you're like, well, I want to talk about this or like that, and and some people are like, well, why don't we write a song? It's more like. Or some people would be like, that doesn't sound like a hit to me or whatever. And it's like, you have to work with the people that are going to let you express yourself. Um, and so I was sitting with my friend, and he was playing on the guitar. And <clears throat> I was like, what if I said, like, I was in Pittsburgh when I saw Superman doing Coke? And he was like, let's go. Like, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And then we got through the song, and um, I was like, man, I don't think anyone's going to like this. Like, I put my youth in a casket. Like, that's... I don't know. It's weird. And then I sent it to some of my friends. who were like, "This is really cool." So, regardless of what the song ends up mm-hmm. being, if it's successful or not, like I'm proud of it.
1: But did you know while you were making the song that it was connected to what you had witnessed?
0: Yes, yeah. you knew. Mm-hmm.
1: And the boy in the bubble. Did you know that this was referencing your childhood? And
0: yeah, that one not immediately, but like after I got like through halfway through the first verse, I knew. But with death of a hero, um, I knew immediately like what it was going to be about.
1: Got it. Were you alone with for The Boy in the Bubble?
0: Um, when I wrote it? Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yeah.
1: So you just start and then, like, that's three well, crazy. Well, some,
0: sometimes, but sometimes it's hard. Like, sometimes the song process takes a little bit longer. But you know what's interesting? Something that I do, or maybe it might not be interesting, but something that I do <laughs> is, like, <I'll> <laughs> I, I always like, I always, like, sit down and read things and, like, try to find titles and things that inspire me. And so with Death of a Hero, I saw something. I was reading some poems, and one of the poems was, like, Death of a something, and then I was like, "That's cool. What, what, what do I know that died?" <laughs> yeah. there you go. That's and right. then I work backwards. Um, that's how I write a lot of my songs.
1: That's interesting. You, there's a.
0: Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank that's you. That's <laughs> I'm happy that. that I said it. I a tip I thought of a bachelor from yeah. uh, Panic at the Disco. And you know, surprisingly, I love that song, but that's not where that title came from. Okay. Yeah, but I do love that song, and I, I love Brendan it's and great Jay. album. And I watched the interview you did with uh, him. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, he's a good person. <laughs> It seems like it.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm like on a whole campaign to get him and Logic to do a collaboration together.
0: Oh, that would be awesome.
1: I'm working. Uh, can I get your vote?
0: Yeah, you got my if vote. If it goes to a vote. <laughs> sure, I'll vote. Thank why you. not? What's he going to do, vote down, say no? Yeah, who's going to say no? <laughs> <laughs> I, I vote for that. I'm in. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I love how you, in the, the at least in the Let Me Down Slowly music video, it says narrated by Alec Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. It's That's what you're doing, right?
0: Yeah, I think that song is a little bit less of a narrative than my other songs, so it may come across a little bit more in the other videos, like for Death of a Hero and The Boy in the Bubble, but essentially like, I, that is what I'm doing, and, and I always feel uncomfortable being—I don't act. I tried to act one time. <laughs> Oh, no <laughs> no no it was so uncomfortable I would love to um, see the footage I would love for you to not see the footage <laughs> yeah. nobody can see it ever um, but I decided like well maybe if I'm not an actor you know what I could do that thing where you like walk like serious you know but <laughs> you, once you I care? have lines or I have to do something then the whole thing falls apart. So, so acting, yeah. yeah, yeah. If they're asking
1: you to do anything besides walk,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm so it. good at walking, bro.
1: Yeah. You're gonna want me to walk in every movie. I'm you should watch me and my exactly. homies walk. Yeah, I am <laughs> great at
0: it. Um, but um, I think yeah, the role that I have is as is the narrator because that's kind of how I feel in my life too. It's like I see these things unfold, and then I just I'm just telling the story. Like I'm just talking about them. A lot of these stories, like. I'm not even 100% in always, so, yeah. And also, sometimes I feel isolated, too, like, a little bit like I'm on the outside, and maybe that's where that comes from.
1: Would you rather be on the outside from an artist's perspective, or would you rather be on the inside?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think I do it to myself, and I'm not even sure if I do it on purpose or not. But a lot of times, like, in high school or stuff, like, I would always just, like, not go to things or, like, just watch or not say anything, um... And I don't, I don't know if I, if it's better to be in it or not.
1: When you were watching, do you walk away with thoughts on what you're soaking in? Do you?
0: I think way too much, so <laughs> I always have like a lot of thoughts in my head. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're just gathering.
0: Yeah, I'm always thinking about things.
1: W- what scares you about a conversation with somebody?
0: Well, I'm afraid that I'm going to say something stupid. I uh, hope <laughs> I haven't done that so far. <laughs> but what scares me about a conversation with someone? In what way? What do you mean?
1: I mean, like you're in high school. You don't want to join the dance. You just want to hang out in the corner and bob your head. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, I'm a little, I'm definitely. Well, I don't know if this has anything to do with my songs. Maybe I'm exposing too much. But like, I definitely I get like anxious about things. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the thing that. I have a lot to say and while I'm there I'm a little bit too nervous or afraid to say it. I'm afraid of rejection and so maybe putting it in my songs is my way of, of saying it and I hope that the songs do well so that Those people who are there hear it, (laughs) but
1: they're gonna hear it two hours after or two years after you witness it all go
0: down. As long as they hear it, then I have the last word. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's all good. Remember that eighth
1: grade dance (laughs) ten years ago?
0: Yo, but I'm like that though. Like I'm, I don't forget things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so maybe I don't know. Zach Sang Show. Have you seen
1: Ariana Grande's hair? It is so beautiful. It's luscious. It's like a mane (laughs) of a lion.
0: It sure is.
1: Picture any celebrity with amazing hair and you can bet that they have a stylist who clued them in to sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair is a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews. Heather, have you tried it?
0: I have been using it. They're awesome. They're like these little gummy bears. They taste
1: great and I have noticed a difference. My hair has been a little shinier since I've been taking them. These things taste like sweet, delicious candies. They're made Mm -hmm. with the juice of real berries, but they contain everything you need for stronger, healthier hair. As much vitamin a as four cups of broccoli and as much vitamin c as one cup of cranberries and as much vitamin b12 as four organic eggs and those tiny little bears yeah wow and the nutrients in sugar bear hair has also been linked to improving nail and skin quality over time
0: that is good to know
1: go to sugarbearhair.com slash zach that's z-a-c-h for beautiful hair and a much healthier you that's sugarbearhair.com slash zach sugarbearhair.com/zach zach, zach sang
0: show do you ever try to write songs like while you're going through something or right after it happened does it just not work um well it's it has but having some time to reflect lets you know how you truly feel about something so it does work sometimes but it's not as cathartic as you would think it is like it usually makes me feel worse sometimes like when my grandpa passed away is when i wrote my first song when i was 16 and i wrote that like when i was in it you know um and and it worked it's just it's just different sometimes you know sometimes well you have more time to write about songs or or you have more time to write about things like when you set aside time to write, and sometimes that just happens after. So I don't know if it's just circumstantial, like, oh, I'm writing now. Because so. when you're when you're having those experiences, you don't necessarily have the time to sit down and write out your feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do, do you um, do you note your feelings, or do you just, you're in the moment? And then, I do now. You do?
0: Mm-hmm. I become more, more um, conscious of how I feel, and if someone will say something, I'm like, oh, that's a good song title. I'm going to write that down. Um, and it's taken me a long time to get to that point. Because when I was younger... Like, maybe four or five years ago, I was watching a video of John Mayer, and he was saying, yeah, he wrote this song called Stitched Up, and he was sitting with, I think, his bassist, or or Steve Jordan, who is his producer and drummer, and he said, like, oh, you're all stitched up. And John was like, oh, that's a good title. And he wrote it down, and I was like, man, I've never done that. And I was like, maybe I should just pay attention. And it's taken me a long time to get to the point where when someone says something in life i can take it put into a song i'm aware of it yeah that awareness has taken me a long time but but
1: like you said earlier sometimes when you soak in something that you need to soak in it will just naturally flow back into a song mm-hmm. even without you taking the notes
0: yes what <laughs> sometimes i have like yes sometimes in my head i'm like it's i like will listen to something and then i'll say yes and i'll totally not Remember
1: what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, Like, uh... I,
0: you, I get accused of being high, like, sometimes. and not. I'm, I'm not, i not. I don't... You don't s- drink either. Dude, I don't drink. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't drink. Um, I don't smoke or anything like that. I'm just sometimes spacey. You know? Which <laughs> isn't <Just laughs> a bad thing. Yeah. It makes right. you who you are. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> How would
1: you describe yourself?
0: How As what? In you, what way? Make
1: a dating profile.
0: Oh my god! What would you put on that? Yo, I had I've been on like a few dates on like an online dating thing. Which one? I went on Bumble one time. Oh, cool! I just didn't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, no, stop! But like, no, for real. But like, making a <laughs> making a profile is like that's the hardest part. Because I was saying to my friend, I was like, Yo, like I'm not like I'm not meeting anyone, like I'm not matching with anyone really. And he was like, Dude, like you gotta have a good bio, like mm-hmm. that's important. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And then I didn't know what to say, so. That's one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. So, what would I say? I don't know. Um, But if I had to describe myself, it's kind of hard because right now I'm so, it's weird. Like, I'm so focused and dedicated to my music that, like, everything I am is all wrapped up in this one thing. And it's, like, cool and it's not cool at the same time. And when you're in a band, even though, like, yeah, like, you are part of your band, sometimes when there's even just a name associated with it that's not your own name, Um, there's a little bit of separation between you and your music, but everything I do is wrapped up. Like, my name is Alec Benjamin, um, but then, like, you know, sometimes I'll want to post something online that's like Alec Benjamin. Like, my Instagram is for my music, and it's also for, like, personal friends and stuff like yeah. that, and it's, like, it's weird, so it's hard to describe myself. I get
1: it. Yeah, there's, and there's also no separation. Yeah. It, it's all you.
0: It is, but that's because I'm honest with my music, too, so it's like when you put something out there, it's it's not... It's me.
1: Like, do you feel like you need to like tell somebody if you get into a like? I saw you with somebody when you came to the house last time. Mm -hmm. Did that girl get to a point where like you were inspired by By her? Yeah, Um, for a song.
0: Well, that relationship was very short-lived. So So, no, so time. No, but. Maybe I will be in the future. That was pretty recent. So I need to maybe give it a minute. You gotta see marinate it. See what happens. Let yeah. it stew. Because I was... A f- I actually did feel bad. Like, I actually liked her. Um, and then she just didn't hit me back. I was like, damn.
1: What do you think you did?
0: <laughs> what?
1: What do you think you did?
0: I don't know. That's what freaks me out the most. Because mm. I don't want to do it again. It's the unknown. Yeah, the unknown is... That's what freaks me out the most. And so I was like very... I try to be very conscious of that. Like... I don't know, just like always try to respond to messages and stuff because sometimes I'm bad at that because I'm spacey. Not with the girls or whatever, just with anyone. It's Getting left hanging is not fun. No. It's not fun. And I'm trying to grow up so that's something that I'd, I'd like to not do to people. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> I feel really
1: bad because I think I've left your text hanging. No, no. Once or twice. I'm here now. You're right. Yeah, Thanks so it's all coming.
0: good. We closed the loop. That's <laughs> yeah. Officially closed.
1: Um, you're doing a festival with Shawn Mendes and a oh, bunch yeah, of other fun. cool people. Yeah What is your live second look like? Do you have a band? Is it just going to be um, you?
0: It's just me right now mm. Yeah so just me on stage I'm really nervous Don't um, yeah. Listen I would be too Yeah Okay <laughs> Good good <laughs> At least I You know it helps to know That I'm not alone though Yeah Why are yeah. you nervous? Why am I Let's nervous? Let's break this down Um, Because there's a lot of variables That I can't control And so those things freak me out
1: What's your top variable That freaks you out the most? <laughs>
0: I don't know how the crowd is going to respond to my music. Yeah, <laughs> I of course can't control that. So, yeah. um, but there's a lot of other things like I don't know what the stage setup is going to be, yeah. and if a crowd will be responsive to my music, if it will have enough dynamic without a band. Mm. You know, I always perform without uh, a band, but you know, it seems to work. But it's it's still scary.
1: Do you feel you feel safer alone on stage?
0: I I wouldn't know because I've never performed with a band.
1: Wow. Do, do you want to?
0: I don't know yet. It depends. I'm just starting to do, like, my own headline shows and stuff now, um, and I think it will just be a kind of learn-as-you-go thing. But I like... How intimate it feels when it's just you and a guitar in the audience, and that's it. And, they, and Sharon's doing a pretty good job with that. Yeah, right? Yeah, he kills it. Dude. I'm a huge fan. And he's
1: playing like arenas and stuff, so. I've envisioned yeah. the Alec Benjamin Arena Tour. Okay. Your songs are so. <laughs> dude, <laughs> they engulf a human being. Thanks. Just due to how vivid they are. So you really. Anything else is a distraction, and I think people are just going to get lost in the lyrics and your voice. Your, your voice is very unique.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Some, sometimes people will, in the comments will be like, you sound like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a... Do you That's care? what? Do... No. Honestly, I actually don't. Like, those comments don't bother me. I haven't... People are actually way friendlier than I... Than, people are very friendly. Um, and sometimes there's an odd person who will say something rude, and then like you see like you know, 30 people who support mm-hmm. me be like, no, you know, like, you know, trying to go. Your <laughs> homie <laughs> yeah, defending you. Yeah, I mean, not that I want people to fight, but <laughs> it's nice to have people have your back. <laughs> so sure. that's cool. Uh,
1: when did you realize you can sing?
0: Um, well, I'm still figuring it out because um, I learned something new about singing uh, every day. But I decided to sing in high school. I started music really late. Uh, maybe like junior year in high school is when I decided to sing Um, and I was like I just didn't have anything else going on that I really was passionate about and so I thought like it would be a good way to meet girls. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly haven't met one girl who okay. music. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. But I fell in love with music, so it's all good. So do you <laughs> that's the marriage that will really last. That's, I'm married to the game, you know. There you go, there you
1: <laughs> <go>. <laughs> so do you realize you can sing after you write the song for your grandpa? Um
0: well I I I sang that, is that when I realized that I could sing? I mean, then I was just kind of going for it. Like I didn't know if anyone was going to listen to me or anything. And I, I think everybody can sing though. It's like when when did you mm-hmm. realize you can sing? Like everybody has a voice. So I think like I kind of always knew that I could sing. When did I realize that it would be something that people might like to listen to? I'm still figuring out if mm-hmm. they will or not. <laughs> so, so, but anyone you can sing. And no, you know, just not well. I mean, not, <laughs> you know. but I think I think. Stretch. Well, I mean, everybody has a unique voice. Even if maybe you don't like the sound of it, so anyone can sing. Like you just have to. Anyone can sing. You just have to find the right things to sing for you. Like, like maybe you not don't want to sing a Whitney Houston song. It's all good. <laughs> like you know, a lot of people wouldn't consider like Willie Nelson a conventionally good singer. No, you're right. That's true. But I love his voice. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan too. Yeah, Bob yeah. Dylan as well. So you just you. It's not about. It's not about the tool oftentimes, it's about how you use it, and so, like, yo, it sounded super sexual. <laughs> All right, we can cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, it's it. <laughs> All right, but it's true. It's true. It is. It's really how you use it. Because, like, even, like, my favorite acts, um, like, like, Blink-182, like, they don't get out there and go, like, nah, you know, but, yeah. like, they do their thing, and it works with their songs. Yeah.
1: No, you're 100% right. But uh, maybe there's a band out there that's just waiting for a voice like mine. Yeah.
0: who knows? not think anyone's anyone's band. For that's, that. that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, if there's any
1: musicians out there looking for a real vocalist with real grit, call me up. Um, you got a festival. That's a big deal, man. It's huge, performing it, with Shawn Mendes.
0: I'm excited. Is it going to be like a big Shawn Mendes crowd? Probably, yeah. And do you know Shawn Mendes? I don't, but I met him one time because, well, I was when I got started, I moved out to California um, and I went to school here because I was, my parents were like, do you want to, okay, this is a long story, but basically I was signed to a record label and then I got dropped. Mm -hmm. And my parents were like, if you go to California, you have to go to school. So I went to college um, and then I got signed and then I dropped out of school and then I got dropped. And, um, I found, um, I found myself just like, playing in parking lots in front of people's shows to get fans that's how I like built up my fan base because I didn't own my music after I got dropped I made a whole record didn't own any of the songs um and so I was playing online for Shawn Mendes fans in in Paris one time and I got to meet him that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I you played know. like a hundred parking lots. You know, like just I, I printed out like thousands of cards at Staples, and I would just go outside. Choice of shows, Shawn Mendes shows, like anyone who had a line, and just sing for people online. I would be like, "Yo, can I sing for you?" And some people be like, "No, that's weird." I'm like, all right, wow. <laughs> next, next
1: person. You're missing out.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But <laughs> who yeah. knows?
1: What do you learn about yourself as an artist and as a human?
0: I've learned. When I mean, that. I guess this isn't the only thing I've learned about myself, but I have learned how bad I want to be a musician. Like I wasn't sure the lengths that I was going to go to after I, like I didn't know that if I had gotten dropped from a record label that I would still want to get up and keep going. I didn't know like what I would be willing to do personally and I've, I've surprised myself in a lot of ways.
1: What fuels that motivation?
0: I guess I just really love music and I want to be able to keep making music and so I'm down to like singing in a parking lot you know I would take me like I would go and sit there six seven hours and sing on the street cars passing by like it's not easy on your voice but I would just do it because I knew it's what I had to do so well, in these parking lot shows did you ever start to get a crowd of your own like would people come knowing you were going to be there you know what it's interesting because i would do so many that people would be like oh i saw that guy last time and then they would like start you know they would come around and listen and then i was doing like taking some pictures the other day um and found this girl online who's like a super dope photographer and so we met up with her and i was like why don't i know you and she's like oh i think you sang for me online at, at a jacob white <laughs> i was like oh for sure like i did <laughs> so people people knew about it you know it's so cool. So how does Sean I Mendez meet you? Does, is he like, who is this kid singing outside of my show all the time? No, I don't think that he he had heard about it, but someone had like an extra ticket, and then I knew someone going, and they were like, oh, do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah. He, I don't think he even knows I sang outside of his concert. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but I'll, get, I mean, I'll tell him. Definitely bring him. <laughs> well, up. You yeah. should tell him. Yeah. I will. That He'll probably be like, dude, that's uncool. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> not cool, bro. Not, not, cool. not cool. I think so it's, nice.
1: it's the opposite. No, he'll love it. And any artist, like that's... Yeah. There's a lot of musicians you think they could just be musicians if they get a hit song or, you know, they just picked up a guitar and, you know, two months later they're in a studio making hits. I don't know. That's a uh, real drive. It's a
0: wild world. Some things happen that way and it doesn't happen that way for some people and it didn't happen that way for me. So, you know.
1: Why do you need music? Do you need music as a release for yourself so you can make it through the day and, like go th- like, live through these experiences or – do you need music for I don't know it's other sorts of gratification? You know, for
0: me, it's it's just I'm, I I have a lot to say, and that's why I need it to like to say what I want to say. I've always had like a drive to express myself, and people are just more you know music is the is the is the vehicle, it's the vessel to deliver my my words, and so that's that's why I need it because otherwise I, don't, I can't express myself.
1: Do you write poems? that aren't songs? Yep. How often?
0: Mm, pretty often. I always try to turn them into songs, but sometimes there's just nothing else to say, so it becomes just a poem.
1: What do you have, a notebook? Is it no, on I your phone? I just use my
0: phone. Yeah.
1: How many songs are you sitting on?
0: Over the last seven months, I've written like a song, six months. I try to write a song every day, wow. like 130 or something like that, wow. maybe, maybe, maybe a little less, 115, I don't know, something At, like that.
1: Out of that? How many do you want to see the light of day?
0: Well, I mean, I'd love for all of them to see the light of day, but um, I don't think that's possible, so. Well, I mean,
1: you've gone into a really good rhythm with YouTube. You just mm-hmm. post r- records up there and just kind of let them
0: yeah, thrive. Yeah, let them do their thing. Um, I mean, some of them, not all of them, I'm, I'm not in love with all of them, so some of them I don't want to come out, um, but I'd like to get out over the next year, 20 songs, something nice. like that.
1: Cool. Is there a song released or unreleased that we could listen to to get to know you the best? Like,
0: um, I think, well, ultimately, like, it will all come together as a project. Um, so I think just listening through to the whole thing would be a good way to get to know me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> just listen to the whole album, but, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't want to tell people which song to focus on because everyone's going to get something different out of it. And the ones I put out, I'm comfortable with people hearing, so could be anyone.
1: Is but. there a song that you're not comfortable with people hearing?
0: Yeah, I won't put those out. <laughs> how, how, many of,
1: how many of those exist? A good bit, and yeah. And w- what fuels you being uncomfortable? About the song? Yeah.
0: Maybe I didn't get across what I wanted to say um, in in a way that makes sense. Sometimes I get like 75% of the way there. Someone would be like, oh, well, I don't, really don't get it. And it's like, okay, I need to try that again. Got it. Mm.
1: Will people hear Nuclear Winter? No. <laughs> oh, darn it. Good record. Um, how did you That's meet- just,
0: just that's just for you. Thank you. <laughs> just for you.
1: How did you meet John Bellion?
0: Um I was playing a festival a long time ago. Um and it was in the UK and he was just there and we kind of like hey, what's up? And he knew me. Um well, we he didn't know me. We met there and then so then he was after that he was familiar with me. Um and I knew he was playing he was going on, like, his first tour, playing pretty small venues. Um, and I wanted to meet him and send him my songs. So I decided that I was just going to drive home to see him in Arizona instead of seeing him in L.A. Because LA show is bigger and a lot of, like, you yeah. know, important people were there. Um, and I went to the Arizona show. I drove out with my dad, like, overnight. Um, and then I just, after the show, I was like, hey, you remember me? And we hung out. And then I was like, can I send you music? And he was like, sure. And I sent him my music, and he liked it.
1: Did you send him New York Soul Part Two?
0: No, I sent him... The song I have called, I Built a Friend. And he was like, oh, that song is really cool. Come write with me. And So I wrote with him uh, when he was in L.A. We we worked on that song together. Uh, and then he called me like a year later and he was like, song's coming out. It's on the record. I'm keeping your voice on it. I was like, oh, cool. That's <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> Great. Yeah. So you
1: left that session just a day with him with New York Soul Part 2 done. Yeah. Cool. What did you bring to that?
0: Uh, mostly like lyrics and stuff on the hook obviously I didn't write any like of the rap or anything oh. so I just worked on the chorus lay me down in Brooklyn if I lose my life push yeah. me down the Hudson and turn on the radio yeah I did that part with him and I sang it so I contributed my voice nice. <laughs> yeah yeah, That's pretty cool dude it's a yeah, great it was cool. song it was I got paid cool. for that didn't you um you know <laughs> <laughs> not as <laughs> much as the world thinks look I, I, I make music because I love making music so I wasn't really worried about that and at that time like I was I was like shelved on the label so I didn't care about money I was just like yo I got a shot like let's go you know Mm -hmm. and like I went out on the road with him and you know he put me um put me on his tour bus or whatever but it wasn't like it wasn't about getting paid it was like it was so gratifying to me that people were like people were gonna hear me sing you know I think that's what still makes music really special and you know shouts out to my parents for still letting me be at home until I (laughs) figure out my (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also
1: to your dad for driving you to freaking Arizona in the middle yeah. of the night.
0: My parents are the best. Like, they're, they're, they're ride or die, <laughs> for nice. sure. Well, because
1: they live out here too now, right?
0: They do now, yeah. But they didn't move from me, but they do live here, so. Cool. It worked out in my favor. Yeah, I have a I have a place to sleep <laughs> and food to eat. That's <laughs> awesome. good. So, that's dope. <laughs> yeah.
1: I Built a Friend is another great song. Water Fountain, Paper Crown. Got some good songs, my Thanks. friend. Uh, if you haven't heard of Alec Benjamin I'm I, i, I I'm actually going to beg you To give his music A real solid listen And to continue to listen as you keep Dropping new songs because cool. You tell stories like that I've never heard before I don't know like I'm I, I've been moved to tears by your songs Thanks it's it's everything it's The lyrics it's your voice it's I don't know man you're super freaking special
0: Thanks thanks guys what,
1: Everybody else's vibe how you doing
0: I'm Super. doing good.
1: Any other questions? No, no.
0: Awesome. How did I do? You <laughs> <feel really good. laughs> How do you think you did? Uh, I'm not really sure. It's kind of like it's all blur now. And then when I see it, I'll probably be like, man, I wish I didn't say that. <laughs> you know? And I speak really fast. And I'm in my head. I've been mm. like, be slow, be slow. But I've been okay with that. I think all right. we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You what would we obsessively see it watch
1: this. <laughs> yes, I will. But you, July 9th, right? Is that festival?
0: Yes. Look at you. I know this is like a very generic radio question, but like, are you working with anybody? Any big names right now? Um, well, I have plans to work with John again, which will be cool. Um, but you know, we'll see how it pans out. I mean, he's busy and we'll, we'll just see what happens, but we're going to busy out. too. Um.
1: You got a billboard yeah. in Times Square.
0: Um, I'm going to write a song with Julia Michaels. That'll be really cool. Whoa, yeah, that is big. Yeah, after Let Me Down Slowly came out, she tweeted me. She's like, I love that song we should write together. So I'm going to work with her. That'll be really fun.
1: Now, are you nervous for that? Or do you feel like Julia is going to understand you?
0: I'm sure I'll be nervous, yeah. I'm nervous <laughs> for everything. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. So I think she'll get me. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Will you en- she will.
1: Will you enter that room with something,
0: yeah. like an idea? You got to come in with an idea. Even if you don't use it, you know it's much better to be prepared than to not be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to do your homework. Have to. Sometimes cool. it, so, and 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 you really can feel the difference when you don't. Even if it doesn't pan out, and if it doesn't work out, you can look back and at least say I tried my best. That, so. That's all you got to do. Bring everything go. full circle. Full circle. Right <laughs> yeah.
1: Full album? Is that the goal?
0: There's a goal, but probably a project first. But we'll see. A project? What? what <laughs> like a like. A, like, a, like an album but like not EPs? called an album yet yeah maybe yeah. like a mixtape or something oh, mixtape yeah That's but it, it was just, it's just Mixed. songs you know what yeah. I mean just play for your homies exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be lit bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. one song years. you said mixtape and that reminded me there was one song years that reminds me of Jack's Mannequin I love Jack's and Mannequin I love that song too mixtape for real song, yeah yeah, yeah this is morning yeah that one (laughs) yo my my 7th grade girlfriend (laughs) made that for me on a mixtape actually oh nice yeah yeah so I love that song yeah brings back a lot of memories so it's a good song Cool. cool. Nice, uh, Benjamin. Thanks, <laughs> I, guys. Is it on Jack's mannequin? <laughs> Dude, I, I appreciate
1: you deeply. Thank you for the chocolate.
0: Yeah, anytime. This really means a lot. <laughs> yeah. And
1: by the way, is two casa, so you should come here often. And as you drop new records, you should always come by and just share the story. Okay. You have a you have a spot on that couch whenever you want.
0: Great. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate, so appreciate you deeply. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> That's cool. Are we still filming? I can't. I don't yeah. know. Yes. <laughs> we never stopped. Sure. Alex everybody. Does <laughs> not know which camera to look at? This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.